0: Tom Bernard Show with
1: Mike Molina L.A.
0: Nick and Doug Sprinthal
2: we will be right back kick things off Catherine will be here Andy will be here they're just not here yet Andy's selling his house so I guess that's why he's he's a little late he's going to move we will be right back right after this Tom Bernard Show is Doug Sprinthal from Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com? This is our
0: first time in, what, four years? Shut up. Leave Perfect. me alone. I've
2: never liked you. I wanted to, have I ever pointed that <laughs> yes, out? Yes,
0: time and time again. Time and time again. I think everybody in the sound of your voice knows you hate me.
2: So I hate Doug.
0: <laughs> here's something. Nick, this is right Where up is your Andrew? alley. We are right sponsoring... Up right up his alley. Oh, okay. <clears throat> we are, Walzer is sponsoring a big automotive event Saturday... Uh, this Saturday at the state fairgrounds, and it's called Street Heat. Oh, cool. And it's all kinds of stuff. They've got drifting competitions, burnout competitions. There's tons of vendors there. I mean, this is a total car gearhead heaven. It's this weekend? Yep. Go to StreetHeat.com, look for tickets. I will be there in, live and in person from when it starts till about lunchtime. So.
2: Oh, I was going to go, too, now I found that out. Well, I'm just come going. afterwards.
0: <laughs> come after you're yeah. gone. Is Doug here? No, he just left. Good, I God, hate that guy. I hate Doug.
2: <laughs> so, That's, it's you and Bilski. I've never liked him. I know.
0: <laughs> you should see the promo I wrote for the Tour to Cure. Oh um, God! No, it doesn't take a shot at you. But anyway, we'll you'll see that later. So anyway, come on out. It should be really, really fun. Great way to se- spend uh, Cinco de Mayo morning before you go start eating Mexican food and drinking beer later in the Ooh, afternoon.
2: Mexican food. I love Mexican yeah, food. Yeah,
0: me too. That's the I whole love spot, it,
2: man. Walzer Automotive Group. Walzer Black com. <laughs> Here. Oh, Andy's got a crabby look in his face. Is you and Mom get in an argument or something? <laughs> he ain't talking to you. <laughs> he's not even talking to me. I don't know what the hell I did. Nobody, everybody hates me. Honestly, God, I'll get over it uh, eventually. I'll get over it eventually.
1: Oh, well, he doesn't have a headset on either. Yeah, he doesn't have his headset so. on. Well, he Ooh, couldn't. we
2: got a lot of guests today, man. We got a lot of guests. Lots of guests. Matter of fact, it says L.A. Nick, but your name's spelled wrong. Figures. N i c k. Yeah, figures. You don't put a C in your name, do you? No, I didn't think so. I actually it should say L a prick but <laughs>
1: whatever.
0: <laughs> sounds like it sounds like the check cleared. So
2: sounds like we're in junior high school. Is what it sounds. <laughs>
1: yeah, like. the check cleared. I don't Get know,
2: out of I here, you prick! <laughs> I don't know if the check cleared or not. I have uh, no idea. Oh, well, it was a
1: cashier's check, so.
2: it's...
3: We have somebody cleared. on the horn. Yes, we have Tony Price from the Gold Star Foundation.
2: Tony, how you oh. doing? I didn't know you were going to be on today.
4: I just decided to do it when I heard you guys were talking about the street heat thing this weekend.
2: Oh, that was Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. <laughs> oh, am I, am I not
4: supposed to listen to him when he's speaking?
2: No, don't ever listen to Doug. It's a really bad idea. It's really I'm out of here. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> he's F-B-O. mad now.
4: Well, you uh, the good people at Street Heat called us and asked us if we would have a presence there, too. So, so I they wanted to call and say, Doug, I'll see you on Saturday.
0: Great. Then, look forward to that. You the, know, I've heard you on the radio a million times. I don't think we've ever met, so I will uh, swing by. I'm going to be there during... I think, s-
4: only, I think I've only been on the radio about 700,000 times. That's
0: though. about 700,000. Okay, That's about I exaggerated it. then. Geez, are you going to get into the act, too? Um, what the crap?
2: Gold Star Ride. Am I going to get into the act? <laughs> There is no act. Are we getting the band back together? We're getting the band back together. In any case, tell everybody what you're doing. Starting That starts pretty soon now, doesn't it? Uh, two months,
4: I think. Yeah, July. July. July,
2: <clears throat> July. Exactly.
4: yeah. We're going we're gonna to have uh, coffee and donuts at Grumpy's in Roseville on Monday, July 2nd at about 6 o'clock in the morning. And then at 7, we're all getting on our motorcycles, and we're going to take off east. And we're going to go in a big clockwise direction around the entire country and two months later we'll come back and uh, we will have stopped in 49 states and our our mission on this is to stop and visit gold star families and just in case there's somebody out there that doesn't know what a gold star family is right that's what's uh the families that are left behind when somebody gets killed in uniform defending our country
2: yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful thing. I I was lucky enough. The one the one good thing about going to Punta Cana this year is that I I met with Tony down there. Um, and uh, we had a nice time. Tony gave me this great cigar. I only smoke cigars once in a while now, but it was fantastic because of his his lovely wife. I I did not know this, but I've known Tony's wife for years. And uh, so we had a nice time sitting out on a deck, looking at the ocean and talking about. Uh, Gold Star Families and the Gold Star Ride, and and, uh, as a matter of fact, we had uh, National Law Enforcement, uh, Steve Greninger, uh, was on today talking about the uh, fallen police officers and state troopers around the United States and paying tribute to them as well. So, yeah, that's... Yeah,
4: there's always work to do.
2: There's always work to do, whether it's soldiers, Sailors, Marines, Air Force—you know, the United uh, Coast Guard, whatever it is—the uh, the the state troopers, the Marshal Service, the police departments. These people put their lives on the line all the time, and I'm really sick to death of hearing what hot, horrible human beings they are. Uh, so, you know. Yeah, me too. Yes, exactly. Me too. So you're going to be out there. Now, when is this thing with the Doug Sprinthal, uh Express? What's it called?
4: Well, Doug, I think it's confirm it. It's 9 to 6, isn't it, on Saturday? Uh,
0: yes, that's right. Where is it? It's at the state fairgrounds, you know, where all this stuff happens once a year. When they St. Have Paul the Fairgrounds. St. Paul Fairgrounds. No. I thought it was in
2: Falcon <laughs> Heights. Yes.
1: No, <laughs> so it's downtown Minneapolis on Hennepin. Yes.
2: Yeah, that, that is the real fairgrounds. <laughs>
4: See, the literature i got said it was at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds.
2: Yep. Yes.
0: This yes, this should right. this thing looks really fun. I don't I don't know who roped us into it, but they said start promoing the street heat thing, and I started reading about it, and going, wow, I
1: would I, go to that even if I didn't have to be there. I saw some drifting guys promoting it.
0: Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff going on. out there. They're, they're expecting about ten thousand people. So
1: ten thousand. Yep. Yeah, drifting's big right now. So yeah, focus, they, they focus shared with drifting. me that they had ten thousand last. They expected
4: a little bit more this year.
0: Oh, okay. okay. So anyway,
4: you look at it, it's going to be an awful lot of fun. Uh, yeah, you'll anybody have Anybody who likes motors a little bit.
0: Yeah, and the weather should be uh, perfect. Yeah, weather
2: should be really good. It's all Yeah, true. and weren't
4: you talking, Tom, weren't you talking this morning about consuming gasoline?
2: Uh, yes, we were talking about consuming gasoline and oil prices and how much higher the oil prices need to go before uh, WTI kicks into high gear again.
4: Yeah, and those so numbers- maybe this... This event will burn a bunch of gasoline.
0: And- yeah, I'm not expecting there there's going to be a lot of Prius owners at this thing.
2: Probably <laughs> not. I wouldn't think La Pius, Remember on remember on oh uh, Prius, right? Pius. You know, they call it Pius on the uh, what the hell's the name of that show? South Park. South Park. Yeah, there you go. South Park <laughs> called it the Prius.
0: They got to smell each other's farts. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tony, tell people how they can can contribute to the Gold Star Ride and the Gold Star Families. It's a it's a tough job you got ahead of you meeting all of these people, men and women, who've lost their loved ones. Uh, in, well, uh, you can certainly stop
4: out on Saturday and see me. I've got a, I, I made a little Pong game because Pong seems to be popular, so come by and bounce a ping pong ball and make a donation for us. Or you can go to the website, which is goldstarride.org, uh, and there's all sorts of different buttons to click on on the website that'll, uh, help you contribute and make a contribution, of course. But we're planning on having an awful lot of fun on Saturday, and we can answer an awful lot of questions in person on Saturday.
2: That'll be a wonderful thing. And you're going to call in quite often to this show in the next couple of months and during the Gold Star Ride to tell us how you're doing, how the donations are going, and uh, tell us, but I, by us I mean the listeners and the people on the show, uh, how we can, we can help. It's, it's great. It's a wonderful thing.
4: Yeah, and it's also, anybody who wants to can call any of our sponsors and throw some business their way. That always helps, too.
2: And your sponsors are?
4: Oh, there's a long list now. Weston Choppers is a big one. And as a matter of fact, Weston Choppers has the booth right next to us at Street Keep this weekend. So if you want to see some incredible custom-made motorcycles, they're going to be in the booth right next to us on Saturday. So Weston Choppers is a big one. And we put a couple of new ones on this week. Uh, The GoPro camera company has uh, decided to give us all the cameras that we're going to need to make a documentary movie this summer. Wow. And uh, we've just about finished inking a deal with a company called Eagle Rider. Eagle Rider is the national premier motorcycle rental company. So anybody who wants to join us on the ride and, you know, they want to ride through Texas maybe and uh, don't want to ride their motorcycle to Texas, you can fly to Texas, rent from Eagle Rider. Join us on the road for a while.
2: It's a wonderful idea. The whole thing is just a great idea. So, yeah, whenever you yeah. whenever you get a chance, Tony, pick up the phone and give us a call and give us an update of how things are going. And if you would call us next week and tell us how the weekend went, that would be good, too.
4: Well, maybe I'll even save you a cigar and drop yeah. one off for you.
2: Yeah, come, you now, should come in the studio. You absolutely I'm, should come in the studio and do the I'm show.
4: always looking for reason to get back on the motorcycle. In fact, as soon as I get done with this call, I get to take the motorcycle to my next meeting.
2: I like it. So, All right, that's what
4: balling. we're doing today. Thanks for taking my call today,
0: Tom.
2: And Tony, we'll do it every time. I look I'll forward to see seeing on you.
0: Saturday. See, I'm looking forward to it, Tony. Thanks, Tony. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
2: Bye. Walzberg.com. Walzberg.com. Gold Star Ride. The Gold Star. Uh, yeah, the Gold Star families are unbelievable. He said it's. So
1: what, it, what do they do? What's they their... go.
2: They go literally to every house and make sure, because unfortunately. I think it's still in place that if 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 a uh, a PTSD and they don't call it PTSD anymore, they just call it what PTS. Yeah, was that right? It's not I a disorder. Yeah. Okay. Uh, PTS. Uh, it's a syndrome. Syndrome. Not a, syndrome. Yes. It's not a disorder. Right. But uh, if you kill yourself, the family doesn't get any more benefits because. Oh, really? I didn't know that. They don't see suicide as uh, part of the whole <sighs> deal. So. A lot of these people are left homeless, penniless, and uh, we can't have that.
1: Well even li- even regular life insurance will cover suicide after two years of having that life insurance. After
2: two years. Yeah. Well I didn't know that. Yeah. But they I won't do go. it if you they won't do it if you if you overdose on drugs though, I think. Right, it has to be suicide. But I mean if you overdose on drugs to kill yourself. No, uh, right, right. They won't cover it. It's that. there it's
1: it's a line if it was not accidental right. or was
2: not suicide. Right. But, exactly. Maybe
1: if you left a note. This is
0: a great public service. It really is, isn't it? Here's you how you off yourself, your, yes. read your insurance well, I policy carefully. If you have
1: Thrive insurance and you have it for two years, they will cover suicide.
0: How do you know this?
1: Because I have my agent's a thriving agent. He told me you're okay. covered for suicide after you paid two years. Why, of premium. did you
2: take a gander and just say, this guy is a prime candidate.
0: <laughs> no, it's just in the paperwork. <laughs> no, he met Nancy and figured someday it's going to look, it'll look <laughs> exactly. like a
2: suicide. Exactly right. Uh, I don't know what this message means, but there, I got a message from uh, Joe from Louisville. Please ask L.A. Nick not to have me killed. <laughs> What does that mean? I
1: don't know. What, why would you
2: have Joe I, from Louisville killed? I have
1: no idea. I would never do that. I love Joe. Joe but he, oh, wait a minute. Everybody's mad at me because my podcast hasn't now. because you got me kicked out of my studio.
2: I did not get you <laughs> kicked out of your studio. It was last well, that Lassman got you kicked, got me out kicked out of your out.
0: studio. You need a microphone and a computer to podcast. I know. I know. Come on. So just do
1: it
3: here. I yeah. thought you were going to do it here.
1: Well, we might, we're talking about what we're doing. Well, we're, we might build a studio.
3: I mean, Ooh, the, we're yeah, only you, here for another week and a half, so... Well, I just meant here or out in the
2: West End. Yeah, we'll wherever. figure it out. Uh, you called him an Oompa Loompa. Oh, he or no, did. he called yeah. you an Oompa yeah. Loompa. So, that,
1: so the, the, he the, doesn't want to be killed. People call me a lot worse than that.
2: I <laughs> have called you much worse <laughs> things than that, so that, that's that deal right there. Yeah. I have called you much worse than that. Um, were any of you born... You don't have to tell me which year either. Were any of you born in 1957, 1968... 1979, 1989,
0: 2000, or
2: 2013? Nope. 1989. Alex was too. Well, Alex was too. This is not good news for you. <laughs> this is not good <laughs> news like at all. To hear. People born in 1957, 1968, 1979, 1989, 2000, and 2013 will live an average of 5.2 years less than other people. Thanks to peaks in solar activity those years, apparently the UV radiation from the solar rays affects growth during pregnancy. People born in 1954, 1964, 1976, 1986, uh, 1996, and 2008 should live the longest thanks to being born during periods of low solar activity. I'm in there. Andy's in there. I'm in there. You're in there. Doug, are you in there too? No, I'm not in either club. I'm not in either club myself.
0: Hmm. You know, Solar activity. This I is the know. best thing I you can to find. worry about on the that, internet. Mike? <laughs>
2: I'm just, I'm just here to tell you. Just duck your head. That's all I I I'm don't saying. Don't need
3: to worry, Mike. The oh, sweet it, release of death. It, the sweet the release of death. Radiation increases. Oh well, it's infant mortality that it increases, so the, the average life expectancy goes down, but it. Doesn't but it's it, that's not really die. what it means. Yeah. yeah oh, that's too bad. And it's because apparently it degrades folic acid, which is an important thing in pregnancy. So you can off put it just by you know taking folic so acid. So as long as you
0: make it through the first year, you're cool,
3: pretty much. Or if your mom okay. took folic acid, which I know Alex did.
0: Well, he we took in the fifties was Marlboros.
2: Marlboro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm
3: honestly surprised we didn't see like a. You know, human extinction event back oh, then. Oh, well, it was from close. all the drinking and smoking Smoke, and smoking leaded
1: gasoline and especially in these parts of the country, everybody smoked. Everybody yep.
2: smoked, and no let's not forget. When I was a kid, I used to watch people in my neighborhood blow out the pilot light and hold their babies over it because the gas would put them to sleep. Yeah. That's good for your brain, right there. And before
3: it? that generation, it was you know take some laudanum or heroin to right, get yeah. to sleep, or yeah, that's right. Ether. Give your baby some whiskey, yeah, <laughs> <Exactly>. ether, ether <laughs> on a rag. Yeah, we we gave kids all sorts of horrible stuff back then, and we did indeed. They survived.
0: When I was a kid, when I got. Uh diarrhea, my grandmother would give me something called paragoric. Oh,
2: well, paragoric acid, yeah. Which is, is yeah.
0: basically morphine. It's morphine,
3: yeah. yes.
5: So I come in and we're talking about diarrhea.
3: Well, <laughs> nice. Just now.
5: Nice.
3: You know made me it. it's, a t- it's a tincture of opium. Huh. Yeah. Uh-oh, this is going to be very... That's why
5: it turned out this way. It's
2: going to oh, be very I expensive I bet you had some, too.
5: You could have been a superstar. the stock. same club. <laughs>
0: Grandma ruined my no. chances of. success.
5: My mother would have ground up some rhubarb or something, oh, farmy, some and given stuff? me some weird, yeah. Well, farm this also
1: stuff. My
3: was rice. Rice. Eat a bowl of rice.
5: Oh. Huh? Well, yeah.
3: Fine job. It also had honey, licorice, <laughs> flowers of Benjamin, whatever that is. Flowers of Benjamin. Capher, I've never heard of that before. Aniseed oil. I do salt remember of it, tartar. it tasted like black licorice. It was almost. It did oh, have it licorice. Black, it was like yeah, drinking
0: Jägermeister, <laughs> as they found out I later.
2: Black huh. I love that song. Grandfunk Funk Green Funk. It's all true. Catherine, uh, by the way, you're okay. You were I'm not okay. born. You were not born in uh, 57, 68, 79, 89, 2000, 2013. Uh, the year Alex and Molina were born, you're supposed to live an average of 5.2 years less. But Andy figured out. It's because of infant mortality.
0: Which is why we started talking about diarrhea. Exactly.
2: Yeah, now you're perfect. Up, sense acid. Acid. Now you're up now. to speed on the show, <laughs> and now we'll be back right after this. We have we're gonna have a really cool announcement to make right after this about my family and Nick's family, and we'll be right back. Tom Brad Archer.
1: I'm Brad Huckle, President of North American Banking Company.
2: To RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic.
4: And in my
2: heart, you
6: will
2: That's as high as I can get my voice right there. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Catherine is here now. There I am. Andy is here now.
0: After doing some yeah. illegal dumping. Versus Alex today. a <laughs> she bit Well, her and I I going to to die years
5: years
2: early. So of a little bit of to little it she's up. Oh, a little <laughs> live of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little the of a little bit the a little bit of a little bit of a little of a little
3: bit of a of Low
5: solar activity.
3: of a little bit of a Apparently wow. decreases folic acid, which is required for infant thriving. So oh. there you go. So do okay. people
1: who live in, like, hot places with bright suns, do they live less?
2: Wait a minute. You're going to live even longer. I just saw some another stat on here. You're going to live forever.
5: <laughs> I thought you were dying. What did you say? You knew your 300 death months. Date? 300 months.
2: 300 um, months. By an average of 14 years, men live longer. An average of 14 years, men who are castrated. <laughs> you were born in the right year and you were castrated so you're going to live an extra yeah. 19 that years. That would have made my
1: life a lot simpler. Okay, if I how, was.
4: Many, how many
1: men I would have a, I would have a lot more money and a lot less aggravation yeah. if I was castrated. How
0: That's
6: many true. men on the planet are
5: castrated to yeah. come yeah. up with this sh- s- can
0: statistic? Can we go back to diarrhea, please? <laughs> yeah. Let's
2: get back to Paragoric and diarrhea.
3: Yeah, it's not very uh, common anymore.
5: No, anymore. Was it ever common? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Common?
3: Yeah, I think like yeah. so. Like, every day, a lot of...
5: Italian know, opera, that's what the... Yeah. the, the I think the ca- in the Roman castrate. Empire, they let's, castrated let's, a lot of people. Let's look at the statistic of how many Out opera the singers there are. Out of the total population, you're probably yeah.
0: right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Today, no. no. A small but well-noted deal. <laughs> you're damn right. Back in the
3: High-noted. day. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Maria! Well, I know the guy who killed Lincoln... Castrated himself. Oh, he did. He John was John Wilkes
2: Booth? Because he was crazy. Oh, that's not good news, no, is it? <laughs> no. Do we
5: have a guest? I hear. Yeah. Oh, who the is phone. that? Sorry.
2: <laughs> who is our guest?
3: Yeah. What? Dr. Regina.
2: Oh, oh, that's good. Excellent. Uh, all right, there we are. Dr. Regina Nelson. And Michael Browning. And Michael Browning as well. Together. Yes. Uh, hello. How are you?
5: Good. Thanks for having us on the show.
2: I hope you didn't hear that intro because we were talking. About, there were some stats that. <laughs> I you hope talk, you didn't
5: hear any of that segment. Yeah, I hope you didn't hear any
2: of that segment because.
5: We did not. For, s- for, for some <laughs> reason,
2: the stats <laughs> they gave out for today were if you were born in certain years of uh, high solar activity, you'll live 5.2 years, fewer years. Then if you were born in other years, you'll live longer because there was low solar activity but they said the number one thing that would make you live the longest for men is if you were castrated so
5: oh, goodness. which would be a reason to smoke
4: pots. <laughs> Michael goes oh goodness
5: oh no I would suggest cannabis is a much better solution oh,
2: you know <laughs> cannabis is about as good a solution as it is now I have a question for I'm really glad to have both of you on by the way uh... former White House Speaker former, excuse me, former House Speaker John Boehner has dropped his long-held opposition to marijuana has joined the board of a rapidly expanding cannabis company. Dr. Regina Nelson and Michael Browning can discuss everything from why grandmas are now smoking pot, considerable medicinal benefits of cannabis, stoner myths, people still believe. So is it okay if I just call you Regina and Michael?
5: Absolutely.
2: Okay. Uh, Let me just tell you something. We live in Minnesota medicinal marijuana is legal here kind. but very very yeah. hard to get very really difficult. hard to get mm-hmm. uh we I, do
0: th- i know a guy <laughs> you
2: know a guy good i'm glad to hear that we uh we do two shows a year in las vegas where pot is legal so mm-hmm. as a matter of fact for recreational use it's legal so i went over to the grove which uh Gee, what a, what a great positioning for a cannabis house right across the street from the University of Nevada, Las
5: Vegas. They
2: <laughs> 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 put it right across the street from the college. But anyway, I went over there and bought Dumb. a bunch of 10-milligram. Um, it's not, uh, what is it? It's sativa. What's the other one? Indica. 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 I bought a bunch of 10-milligram indica edibles. I sleep like a rock if I, if yeah. I use those. But unfortunately, I can't use them in Minnesota. I, I, when are we going to wake up and allow people to use this medication?
5: Oh, we've been asking that question for years now, <laughs> Tom. Um, you know, Sanjay Gupta did a special the other night, and it was really just excellent. And since his first one in 2013, we've definitely seen a lot of movement um, within this industry, and with you know, with things changing. But, um, you know, I did my dissertation just a couple of years ago, and I actually um, chose to speak with patients and doctors all over the country about just the medical recommendation process, and I spoke with patients in Minnesota about the difficulties there and how difficult it is for them to obtain a medical recommendation in the first place and then the difficulties they face, you know, once they enter that program. I think it's time that, you know, again, education is really important to this so that we can Mm -hmm. make change. So I like to see it becoming much more of a a mainstream topic. Is this,
2: are we still throwing out the argument that this is a gateway drug?
5: I'm going to let Michael feel that.
2: I think Michael's hitting the pipe. Oh, he
5: may not be. God. I I think oh, I, I think he if, he, if it continues
1: to be sold on the street, yeah, then it then yeah. it has a gateway effect. I think if they or stop he, it stop it selling be sold on the street and have it sold professionally, then it not so much. But if you're or, drug, if you're getting your pot from a drug dealer, yeah. he's a drug dealer. Yeah, he's yeah, going to offer that's you true. something else yeah, eventually. So it or- is.
5: Well, you do have those dangers, and, you know, studies have shown that social harm is the greatest harm in using cannabis for just those reasons. But, you know, going with what, you know, you just said, you know, again, drug dealers don't ID and dispensaries do. But along that same line, you're talking about a non-toxic, you know, substance. And I really believe until we pull the Band-Aid off and we deschedule it federally, and step out of the state's business in this. We're, we're not going to see a change. I mean, I'm sitting here in Boulder, Colorado, and I could probably point to five dispensaries or grow facilities within a mile of where I'm sitting. But I can I can also guarantee you there's black market going on in this area. And why? Because we haven't really legalized anything. We've done some slight decriminalization, and you know, we're just we haven't begun to see how big the black market in cannabis has been. I mean, it's been prohibited right. for 80 years, and it's really interesting in this that, you know, many of the patients that come to the services of my nonprofit, the ECS Therapy Center for some peer-to-peer counseling and coaching on, hey, how do I, I do this comfortably? They're, you know, 60-something-year-old women who've been very quietly hitting a one-hitter at home because their grandchild suggested this might help, and they found, well, that helps. So maybe you know, if I can get better access, I can get to some edibles or some you know, uh, or to the oils or some of the other products, and maybe it'll benefit me more. But these are people that most people, you know, walking down the street would never suspect are a black market cannabis user, and they are. Yeah, we have and, that. we have that same thing going on here, but with heroin.
2: Yeah, it's the problem.
5: Well, <laughs> we have heroin problems all over the country, and truthfully, in talking with law enforcement, they would like not deal with the cannabis issue, but focus in on right, the heroin issues. Right. And that's the same with the, you know, substance abuse programs. And, you know, we're starting to see that cannabis has a big effect with opioid withdrawal. And, um, you know, there have been studies that have shown topically it helps. The Sanjay Gupta special was really good to outline, you know, the scientific reasons why this is so helpful. Um, and, it's, and it's safe. And so, you know, we've got to, those messages aren't getting out to the public as frequently and as they need to be and as clearly because there is really good scientific evidence that cannabis is safe and that it has a major effect with our endogenous cannabinoid receptor system, which is now known to be kind of a super endocrine system.
2: I think it's a wonderful idea. How far are we away from nationally uh, making marijuana a recreational? Giving, giving it recreational use as a country now, are, are we still a long ways from that?
5: Well, there are, there's currently a bill to deschedule cannabis at the federal level. Um, you know, and I'm sure it now has supportive people like Boehner. Right.
2: Um,
5: we need to look at that. But then I think people like Boehner also have to come back in and look at what they've done with our criminal justice system and how many people are in prison for nonviolent, very small possession charges in the United States of America. And, and they need to address that issue if they're going to profit from this industry.
2: Yeah, it is ridiculous. They they need First of all, there's so much tax money to be made by through through uh recreational cannabis sales. I don't know why they'd want to overlook that first of all, but uh that's just me. Uh, you know, I don't I wouldn't smoke it cuz I don't think inhaling smoke is really a good idea for anybody. But um vaping is a different thing and certainly edibles are a completely different thing. People are telling me uh Regina, it, it maybe you could clear this up for me because people tell me they don't like doing edibles because they can't depend on when it's going to hit them and, and how it's going to hit them but I have never had that problem with the ones that I, I got in Vegas
5: well you're also starting with a very small dose 10 milligrams right. only using one at a time but here's what often happens with edibles somebody takes that 10 milligrams and they don't understand it may take an hour it may take two hours to have effect so you know about 30 minutes into it they eat another piece of chocolate and then another 30 minutes later they eat another piece of chocolate Uh and then it begins to take effect (laughs) and then it begins to stack and then they get very uncomfortable and what, what I tell people to do is a very simple solution is if you're going to indulge in edibles for the first time even on an experiment on vacation in Las Vegas go to a health food store and get a bottle of choline. You can buy it in the brain health section. And what it does is it increases your natural acetylcholine levels. And that's a part of you being stoned is your acetylcholine levels drop. So if you get uncomfortable, take some choline supplements. It'll draw it'll knock that out in just a few minutes and you'll feel comfortable again. And
2: yeah. yeah, good. That
5: you know, but that's what often happens with people with edibles. I usually start people with a nice tincture. Or, a suspension where they can start with a sublingual dose under their tongue, right. that takes effect right. quicker. And it also has a longer lasting effect. And um, you know so, and you can titrate very comfortably. You can use it as needed, and you can get comfortable with utilizing it and becoming empowered with the fact that, you know, you're now comfortable and you're not going to overdose yourself and have an uncomfortable experience. The good news is you can never die from an overdose with cannabis. You can only have an uncomfortable experience. So if you're prepared and you're educated mm-hmm. and you start with small doses, you're going to be just fine. But you can have a very uncomfortable experience.
2: Yeah, you can, yeah. You I, can. Yeah, I very
5: have. much so. I have. I, I was. It was bad. You're a baby. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, it was bad. Um, yeah, I've heard this from many people, yeah. and so you know, I always, you know, again, I suggest choline supplements. That information is in all my books, including Time for the Talk, which Michael and I co-published together, and um, you know, but it's it's having some kind of basic, you know, safety tips just so that you're comfortable, um, and you know, you begin using it slowly. Um, you know, I can't not always give the example of. Um, I work with a lot of guys who come out of construction, big 220 pound guys who smoke, you know, from cannabis from the time they wake up in the morning till the time they go to bed. And while they get relief, they obviously it's not, that's not a it's not fully effective for them. And as soon as I can get them to wake up in the morning and eat an edible along with smoking that first joint and continue to have edibles throughout the day, they call me back usually within a couple of weeks. And they're like, wow, I went from smoking an ounce a week to a quarter of an ounce a week. And it's because they were searching for acute relief, not the high, because they've already lost the high factor. They've built a tolerance to that. It's that they still get, you know, uh, symptom relief. And that's really what they're searching for. And so if we can get them to a correct dosing, you know, a lot of times they get to where they don't want or need to smoke or vape along with it because now the symptoms are under control.
2: That makes complete sense. (laughs) Regina, I got to tell you a very quick story. When I was 16 years old, my friend Norm and I, uh, he had just bought a brand new Ford Maverick. Right? So this is many, many years ago. And we're sitting at an A&W. You know what an A&W root beer stands are?
5: Yeah, I had a Maverick that I drove to one in Tulsa,
6: Oklahoma. <laughs> well, there
2: you go. See, there you have it. So we're, we're sitting in the uh, Maverick. I'm 16 years old, and Norm, I think, was 17. We're sitting in his Maverick, and the entire car is filled with, with geef smoke. Okay, there's <laughs> a lot of smoke in the car, and this cop walks over and raps on the window with his nightstick. And so my friend Norm, this I mean, these, when these things first came out, there were no automatic windows. He had to roll the window down by hand, right? right. As he rolls the window down, this smoke billows out in the cop's <laughs> face. And the cop says, what do you guys think you're doing? And Norm looks up and says to the cop, hey, man, it's too cold, and rolls the window up. The cop just started laughing and walked away.
5: <laughs> oh my goodness.
2: <laughs> Can you stick with us for about uh, two minutes? We'll be right back. That'd be all right, or do you have to go?
5: Yeah, no, I'm good.
2: Okay, we'll be right back in two minutes. Tom Bernard Show. Just like all of you, I had been hearing about My Pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first My Pillow, and I love it. It's very comfortable, stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. <laughs> Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. MyPillow is offering more than 50% off his four-pack special, which includes two premium MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM.
6: I'm in love with Mary Jane. She's my main Jane. She makes me feel alright. She makes my heart sing.
2: Is that Rick James? I'm Rick James, bitch. (laughs) Well, that was one of Dave Chappelle's funniest bits of all time. It's one of Rick James' funniest bits too. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Remember, remember, just before he died, he appeared on television. He goes, "Cocaine's a hell of a drug." (laughs) Yeah, I well, liked Rick James. I still man. like
0: the blind white supremacist. The blind that white supremacist is the funniest
2: bit. Doctor Nelson, do you know anything about? That? Did you watch the Dave Chappelle show at all? Don't
5: drag her into this. Oh, I did. It's hysterical. <laughs> he was
2: honestly, got Every time Rick James is walking and going "I'm Rick James, bitch."
5: Yeah. <laughs> Rick James
2: was a
1: character, though. He was. He was a he character. Was a character. Yeah. He was from he Buffalo, was New York. He was a
5: character, wasn't wasn't he? and I yeah, from, he could do him very well.
1: I ran into him a couple times, and I asked, "Guy's a character?" Oh, yeah. Didn't live
2: very long, unfortunately, but... He was over the what top, are you gonna though, man. He was over the top. Always, 24-7. No, Yes, absolutely. But, yeah, the blind white supremacist was the funniest bit I have ever seen in my entire life with Dave Chappelle. It was, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I should have been high during that, don't you think, Dr. Nelson?
5: Oh, of course you should have been.
2: There are <laughs> a lot of movies you should be high to see. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Hey, hey, with most of the movies coming out today, I'd have to be high to go yeah. to a two-hour and 40-minute superhero movie. I couldn't oh, do there it. Oh, you, there you go. There you go. I got to be high for that one. There's no doubt about it. Okay, so let me ask you a question, if you don't mind. Just, you know, your sure. opinion. This is not a professional opinion or whatever. Uh, just your personal opinion. If I... Because... Because medical marijuana is available in Minnesota, so would I go to my internist to talk to him or her, and then they would direct me to the right person uh, to obtain uh, to obtain uh, cannabis to sleep.
5: Yeah, well, I think that you know the best thing to do, and again, we ca- we talk about this in the book we're talking about today. Time for the talk um, is to you know be comfortable with having this conversation with your doctor. I went to Las Vegas. I tried edibles, this 10 milligram edible that I tried, it helped me sleep like nothing else has. If, yeah. you've, had, yep. if you've been prescribed sleeping pills in the past and you've had side effects like many people have, yep. describe that. Say, you know, I've been prescribed, Luna, you know, the, these drugs in the past and I had difficulty with that. And I really would like to try this, and here is why. Here's why. You know, the main thing we ask is, you know, you've got to look and see what are the qualifying conditions in Minnesota. It's not as easy as it being insomnia. It's typically going to be pain-related. It's going to be a terminal illness. It's going to be something much more serious. It's not readily available to most people until you do move into something, like when color, and I, I always use this example, when Colorado moved into the recreational market, we saw a huge influx of medical patients come from oh, that. Yeah. And, oh yeah, oh And why that happened is suddenly it wasn't illegal anymore. So mom, dad, grandma, they could try that edible and they were like, wow, I slept better, I ate better, I feel better. Let's look at these qualifying conditions and see what I'm gonna need to do. Uh, you know what is it that qualifies? And you know, um, with states that have chronic pain, a lot of us that are over fifty have chronic pain for a variety of reasons. Anyway, right? And really, cannabis doesn't is not a painkiller like opiates, and it, and it doesn't have the same damaging effect on your brain signaling. Instead, it's a pain distancer, and. Um, you know it helps people cope a lot better with the pain that they're experiencing and it does reduce levels by reducing inflammation and and, and having other effects that are good but you know i always tell people if you're you're if you are even in a legal market farm bill hemp is now available and you can buy good cbd products online And to start even if you're, you don't want to, you know, obviously you can't buy smokables that way, but you can buy tinctures or suspensions or you can buy topicals. And for most people, a topical is enough to have effect to sleep, to have pain relief in your joints, your aches and pains from the normal every day, the backache that bothers you, the neck pain that you'd chronically deal with, being over the computer too much during the day. And it doesn't get your head high at all. And it works amazingly well. People are absolutely shocked by their experiences with it and become really dedicated users. And the CBD, you know, has effect in that way as much as, as, you know, THC does in a lot of ways. So, you know, I think it's a good place that most people can start and it's perfectly legal. You can buy it online and, um, you know, there are a lot of good companies now.
2: That is a good thing. You know, you mentioned sleeping pills earlier. And I don't take sleeping pills now. I, um, my doctor prescribed. Do we have another? Do we have Michael on? Uh huh. Oh, Michael's on. Michael, how are you, Michael? Well, I'm quite well. How are you doing this morning, Tom? We're doing extremely well. We're having a lot of fun talking to Doctor Nelson and now talking to you. We were just talking about the fact that I, uh, when I was out in Las Vegas doing a couple of shows out there, I went over to the Grove, which is a dispensary right by. University of Nevada, Las Vegas, and got some uh, 10 milligram indica, and I slept like a rock. It was wonderful, but you can't buy it in Minnesota. Um, But she was just talking about sleep medications, and my doctor recommended I take Lunesta. My insurance company then told me they don't cover Lunesta and for a one-year supply you know obviously month by month for a one-year supply of lunesta would have cost me five thousand dollars that's just insane <laughs> it's, it, it's crazy that's insane it is insane in any <laughs> other country it'd be like 50 bucks yeah it was 400 dollars a month so it was actually forty-eight hundred dollars a year 400 bucks a month to take lunesta they wanted to put me on klonopin to sleep yeah that's not no, good that's what every doctor i went to said
1: you
5: to isn't that really strong stuff
2: they want, me you a know, one milligram of in right before bed. Man. So, Michael, we were just talking about the great benefits of, for me uh, personally as far as sleeping is concerned. I wouldn't, you know, smoke marijuana because I don't think inhaling smoke is a good idea. I'm not – I think vaping looks goofy, so I don't want to do that either. But, but yeah, I mean, for, I just don't see the downside – of a national bill allowing people to use recreational marijuana and certainly better and easier access to medical marijuana, I don't understand and this whole gateway drug thing, come on. I just think they need to get it out of drug dealers hands. Yes, and get
5: it absolutely. In
2: the, then, then you know what you're getting. Do you agree with that, Michael? Get it out of drug dealers hands and get it in the get it in the uh, professionals the professionals, right?
5: But why is it so expensive when it's in the professionals hands? Well,
2: because the industry. Yes, it's not cheap.
6: Well, if we were to deregulate it or to deschedule it, at least get it off the Controlled Substances Act, then people would have more direct access, and that seems to be a lot of the healing aspect of the plant is is actually growing your medicine.
1: Well, I know right now there's there's what oh there's like a thousand different strains of of pot, right? At least. Yeah, so I know. I, I know. I know a couple of bubble gum and Northern Lights. They're big. They're popular here in Minneapolis. Um, so if you don't have a good dealer that doesn't know what he's selling, he could give you the wrong kind of pot for what your your problem is. Yeah. and that's what happened to me. I did mm-hmm. one hit, and I almost called nine one one because I was freaking out. So. And this because I got it from somebody who didn't know what they had so I don't want to ever go through that again so I said I'd never touch it again now if somebody knew what they were doing I could get it from a professional said this is what the reaction you're gonna have to this kind of pot then it's a different story but here you just have drug dealers selling pot and the right. same drug dealer right. that's selling the pots also selling meth and also selling everything else, molly so you know one day he's hey you smoke pot right oh why don't you try smoking this and now right. now you're smoking meth so that's a big issue in states like Minnesota, where you, you, you can't legally get anything.
6: Well, we kind of have to get past all the hypocrisy because, you know, Epidiolex is a marijuana-derived drug approved by the FDA. The um, a- Adderall is basically methamphetamine. Yep. The biggest drug dealer that we're dealing with and is Adderall's our own overlords.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yep. I agree 100%. Yep. And Adderall is very big in Minnesota. It's it a, is. It's a it's popular huge drug here. It's oh, so. sure. People crush them up and snort them. Oh,
5: God. Well, and scientists have shown us that Adderall behaves exactly yeah, so in the it's, brain. Yeah, so it's and really a matter of, I
6: mean? of holding our elected members accountable. And this is a great year to really put it to the guys that are that are going up for election. Are you going to take our patients and our veterans into consideration and take this off of the Controlled Substances Act?
2: I hope so. Will the pharmaceutical companies fight this tooth and nail, though?
5: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They already and, are. And yeah.
2: money, money wins. Money does win, and that's the problem. <laughs> I mean, we have to get. Past. Look, here's one thing I will tell you. Neither of you represent a pharmaceutical company. I'm assuming. <clears throat> no. Okay. Good. The reason I wanted to ask you that is because when I tune into the news every night and see these stories that that make me anxious, make make it so I can't sleep. They make me upset, and then I see drug after drug after drug commercial. Oh, I kind of wondered was. to myself, gee, I wonder who's controlling which news that I see on the nightly news. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Are you trying to I don't think you're. Me? I don't think you're confused at all. All right, well I'm <laughs> glad to hear that, Michael. You're
5: one of the few who are woke to those facts. And you know, that's the thing. And, and for anybody did, else
6: I mean, out there that is confused, whether they be a, a healthcare practitioner or a patient, like yourself who's heard about it or maybe took a trip to one of the localities where they can access it. Yep. If they wanted to go to time for the talk dot today, they can download the chapter that's really speaking to them. So there's a chapter on there for patients and there's a chapter on there for doctors. And, and it's really no fault of anybody in America's that we have all this, uh, erroneous programming. I mean, it is some people's fault at the top, but whether they're a doctor or a patient, the fact that they don't have this information about our endocannabinoid system, which was discovered 30 years ago, is a total public health department
2: failure in our country. Right, right, no doubt about it. Michael, we were talking earlier with, with Dr. Nelson about uh, the Dave Chappelle show and the, the, and the marijuana humor on there, but I was, I was also thinking about Cheech and Chong where oh Cheech says to Chong, Am I driving okay, man? And Chong says to Cheech, I think we're part, man. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the greatest humor sure. of all time That's is movie. marijuana humor. Movie. I just watched
0: that last weekend <laughs> with my really? 17-year-old. Oh, I have not seen it since the 70s. It actually stood the test of time pretty well. Marijuana
2: <laughs> yeah. humor is very funny. No, how, how's, how, is.
1: How's the, in in worldwide? Are we in the same boat as the rest of the world? Because I know I just was in Poland recently. There's no pot in Poland like they don't i talked to a bunch of kids and they said it's really hard to come by and it's very looked down upon to smoke it
5: and you can walk down the street of berlin and smoke a joint mm. and very few people look at you they might ask for a hit and so Was there a question it's kind i'm having of, a little
6: bit of difficulty sharing
2: oh uh what,
5: uh, doctor, what doctor cannabis is culture there. is around the world okay good And I think we're leading in places like Colorado, maybe Washington, Oregon. But, you know, again, we're a patchwork across the United States. We're a patchwork across the globe. It's changing. Um, We're really at a a tipping point in time. I mean, this is a really historical time. Nobody has seen a prohibition shifting and lifting after 80 years.
2: Yeah, it, it is unbelievable. It needs to happen. People need it, I, need it to, uh, and I don't need it to sleep, I can find other things, but I don't want to take pharmaceuticals to sleep. I just don't no, want to this do. is a
5: much safer alternative.
2: It is a much safer alternative, and it's better sleep, the whole thing. Uh, plus the fact, it makes me laugh. That's the other good part of it. <laughs> I take it so before I go to plus. bed, I laugh. It's a huge plus, it's a wonderful thing, as a matter of fact. The book is called Time for the Talk, Talking to Your Doctor or Patient About Medical Cannabis. It is time to get it done. Are we going to get this around all of the politicians who make a lot of money from pharmaceutical companies, so uh, to to block cannabis? Are we going to be able to get around these people? It's going to be tough. It is. It's going
5: to be tough, but we are seeing changes. Well, you make a great seen. point,
2: Tom. That that laughter and
6: sleep are two of the main components of a good healing routine. Yeah, absolutely. So if we can get this to America, you know, we'll have a lot less agitation. Maybe we'll be less divided.
1: Keep in mind, Tom, you have the pharmaceutical companies going against it and
5: the tobacco companies. And the tobacco companies. So they're too big money. Oh, and the prison complex. Let's not forget the prison complex. We have our prisons on the stock market. And we're the lar- we've imprisoned more of our citizens than the rest of the world combined there's yep. a lot of money behind that oh we have
0: that's true in that fact, we have three percent of the world's population and 25 percent of the world's incarcerated
1: in Japan they yeah. have population. a big they have a big uh, uh thing that shows how ha- actually not Japan I'm sorry in Philadelphia there's actually a thing that shows you every country and it shows you how many people were in prisons, and we are so far above every country in the you world. You
2: jumped from Japan to Philadelphia. Yeah, I, I got
1: confused I, for a second. I was I, trying to think yeah. where it was. the. think it was in, that it's in, one hit just kicked in, back, in, back in. It's in <laughs> Philadelphia. But I, it was the only place I've ever seen it, but it shows, and they update it every year. And yeah. it's just this big wall that steps up, and we're the tallest for imprisoned people.
2: We need to stay in touch, Dr. Regina Nelson and Michael Browning. Ladies and gentlemen, time for the talk, talking to your doctor or patient about medical cannabis. Thank you so much for your time today, and let's talk again soon because this needs to happen.
5: Thank you, and thanks Thanks for having us, Tom.
2: Tom. It's our great pleasure, believe me. We will be right back right after this, and do not forget, I'm Rick James, bitch. (laughs)